welcome to Not So Peter Priest's podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! stuff like i don't know the other gender so i'm just anyway but the they keep saying like oh i lost the spirit i lost the spirit i i was gossiping and i lost the spirit i want it back and all this stuff and i keep saying like uh maybe maybe it's the chemicals in your brain that are actually just like mm, you know maybe i shouldn't have done that you know and so you're just like and it's the conditioning that you're experiencing that you've ex- experienced since childhood that is telling you that that's something to be guilty of and like mm-hmm. just like laying it out like it's not the spirit. Like, the spirit's yeah. not real. Like, you're just, it's like normal, like, your body's reaction, your nervous system is telling you something. It's not anything, like, you need to get back. And yeah. they don't ever respond. But it's just, to me, I'm just like, I just, if I keep putting that out there, I'm just like, yeah, here you go. You might save some little girl who's like me. It's yeah. so interesting. So I had a pretty massive panic attack yesterday. Even on medication, I still get them. Um, and, and my children even at a young age saw that I started to like breathe really heavy and was like holding on to the counter and just like starting to like not be okay and and like my sons know they come over and they put their hand on my arm and they say you're okay mommy just breathe it's gonna be okay and you know and my husband was in the other room and he said you've got this you're fine just keep breathing it's gonna be over soon you know and and to have that experience and to have that feeling inside of my chest because it, it happens like right here in my chest is where I feel my anxiety. I'm touching my chest for listeners who can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> touching the titties, it's fine. Touching the titties, touching the titties. <laughs> but to have that feeling and to be able to acknowledge and name, this is my anxiety and this is what this feeling is. And then looking back at my childhood and not being able to name what that was and being told it was Satan trying to influence me. Mm-hmm. It was feeling the spirit leave because I was doing something inappropriate. It was, you know, having, having the ability to now name that though, this is something that my body does and that I can breathe through and that I can get through is so huge as an adult who it's empowering, right? Yeah. Like feel that kind of sense of control rather than like, attributing all those feelings to an external source. Like exactly. it's either Satan or the spirit is doing yeah. this to you. Or and if it's, I'm if having a moment, a spiritual moment where I know something is about to happen, something bad. Like I remember having a panic attack. I can call it that now. Um, my aunt was very sick with cancer and I remember being very worried and very upset about it and having a panic attack and then being told that that was me knowing that her spirit had passed. And I was having this spiritual experience of knowing that she was she had she had left her body and like being told that as a child and being like looking at it as an adult that's fucked up yeah you know to not just be an anxious child and just be taught how to deal with my anxiety mm-hmm. 
is is really fucking weird. And I couldn't imagine telling my like four year old when mommy's feeling like the Satan's in our house. Like, yeah. like that's terrifying. I mean, he's a little bit of a demon himself, so maybe it's true. <laughs> but... Yeah. But I don't know. It was just it was a really interesting experience yesterday after the panic attack was over to be like, huh. That has been happening my entire life, less and less since I've been like properly medicated for it. But it was it was just really interesting to be like, that's something that I've experienced my entire life. And it has not been and since, you know, like not even a decade of owning that. That's just sometimes my brain chemicals just make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it was weird. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of anxiety, <laughs> want to talk about temples? <laughs> <laughs> want to. <laughs> this one's Get on you. To. I, I made this last episode, but mm, we were like, yeah, you let's start them off. <laughs> well, it's because we were talking and realized that it's like kind of anniversary time for our first <laughs> our cherry popping of temples. <laughs> Because you went through, like, the first week of August, 21? 22. 20, 22 years ago? Yeah. It was tw- yeah, you're, you were right. 21. Sorry. I was like. 20, oh, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, 21 years ago you went through, because I went through 19 years ago this week. And we're we're just two years apart and everything. <laughs> so cute. Twinsies almost. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So that's what started the conversation of like, we should talk about temple experiences. And now we're both like, oh, fuck, now we're talking about it. <laughs> I mean, we've been wanting to talk about it for a while, but kind of, but, True. you know, I mean, in, a, in a way of like wanting to, but also just like, it's something that, you know, could be good for us to talk about. <laughs> Sounds fun. Okay, well, do you want to go first with your experience? Because you got to go to Nauvoo. I did. Um, so there's not much to, I mean, okay, so... Uh, something that I remember. So I was getting ready to go on my mission, and yeah. of course you go through the temple before you go on mission. And um, my family had already planned this trip to go to Nauvoo, and I don't like looking back on it. I was like, I don't remember that being like, I like was it, was, it a, you were going there and getting your endowment, or it just happened while you were there? It just there? happened. So it was like, okay. So what happened was <laughs> we um. We were, we had planned the trip and I was like, oh, that's like perfect. Ti-. Like I thought about it. I was like, that's perfect timing. I can go to Navi, like go through the This is Navi how Peter temple. Bruce you were. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I was like, that's such a cool opportunity to go through the Na- Navu temple. And because it just, I think it was like maybe the first year that it was open. Yeah. I want to say it was really brand new. Like, yeah, it was, super brand um, new. And so they... I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then, like, my only hesitation was that, like, other family members couldn't be there. So it would just be my parents and me going through. And so I almost didn't do it because I was like, well, I want my whole family to be there. And so, <laughs> which is really uh, so weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. And then uh, my mom comes down. I was, like, sleeping. I remember this distinctly. I was like, um, I. she woke me up and she was like, I just got off the phone with your grandma, and she said it's, um, she's like, you need to just go through the Nabu Temple, because it's, it's stupid to just not go and take that 
not take that opportunity just because you didn't want them to be there. Uh, she's like, and you guys can go, like, we can all go, you know, together at another point, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was like, she called me stupid. My grandma called me stupid for not wanting to do that. But anyway. I mean, because to a Mormon, that's like a once in a lifetime, your first time going through this historical. You know? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Thinking about who popped my cherry. Oh, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> my standards yeah. have risen dramatically, but anyways. That's, I mean, Jared Leto. <laughs> you shot your whore face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love him because he's so, he like speaks to the bi part of me. Like, uh, he's, got, like he's beautiful. Yes. I think that's what it is. I think he's like the answer to like a bisexual desire. Anyways, I digress. Yeah, I, I love him. <laughs> I love him too. I just uh, sometimes he does these weird, sh- this weird shit. And I'm just like Dusty. <laughs> you have to remember he's like doesn't look his age. Like you have to remember he's like he's like a vampire. He's like he's lo- I know aging backwards. <laughs> Seriously, him and what's his name? Um. Paul Ant-Man. Rudd. Paul Rudd, Paul. thank you. Yeah. Looks what better is... now than he did. Are... Yeah. The fact that neither of them have like released a skin cream or something and yeah. they're just sitting on millions of dollars that could be made, like <laughs> Right? They don't even have to use it. They could just say, Yeah, I use this and thousands and thousands of people would buy it. Just Especially saying. Cult. Like they would totally buy it. <laughs> just put some of those symbols on it, you know, that they do whatever. <laughs> you know, everybody thinks that my Gemini tattoo is like a 30 seconds to Mars tattoo because it does have like the. Mm-hmm. I can't show it on camera apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're like. <laughs> uh, it's on the inside of my wrist. It's not meant for showing <laughs> off apparently. But yeah, I've had people ask me if it was like a 30 seconds to Mars, and I'm like. No. I- I'm not that. No, it's for Gemini. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. What were we talking about? <laughs> Temple. Um, yeah, go watch Rock we Room for a Dream. It's fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there butt sex in that one? I think so. Room for a Dream. That's the only thing I know about that movie. I've never seen it. There's a lot of um, drugs. Like a lot. It's how three people are completely, their lives are completely destroyed by drugs. It's very uh-huh. interesting. Everybody should watch it. Anyways, that was a weird plug. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not sponsored by Prime Video. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a recommendation corner. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no, but you're right. So like we, when you're going through the, your first endowment, it's like a, it's a big event and you want you know, all your family huge. there that's already endowed and it's yeah. supposed to be this big, like, I don't know. It's a rite like, of passage. When my uncles were getting, cause my uncles aren't that much older than me. So <laughs> typical Mormon family. Um, I remember like when my uncles were getting ready to go on their missions, it was like a big family weekend. Like the aunts and uncles that lived out of town came in it was this huge, they all, the grown-ups went to the temple together, all of us cousins got to play together and hang out, and then we had this restaurant that was, like, very important to our family, like, the owners of the restaurant we call aunt and uncle, like, they're just very close friends of my grandparents, and so all of our big events always happened at that restaurant, they would shut it down for us, and so I remember going to the restaurant and eating, 
you know, a big roast beef dinner with all the cousins and it being this huge, momentous occasion that they went through the temple the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That wasn't... <laughs> Uh, it's also weird to go through, like, when I went through with my sister for her first time and, like, seeing her face, <laughs> especially during the prayer circle. Right. Like, we made eye contact during the prayer circle. She was just, I made sure to watch her, her facial expressions during that you're part. like, what's going to happen? I was like, how fucking ooh, creepy this is This is the part. This is the part. Even as a, like, pre-depreciated, I was like, ah, yeah, she's going to be like, what the fuck? Well, like, she's why this. are we chanting? <laughs> and she absolutely and was. She was just like. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, God, hear the words of my mouth. Uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm, this is happening. And uh-huh. then, um, but it's just what made me think of that, too, was that after that, like, we had a big old family thing, and I can't remember if it was, was that her? Because I got married in the Logan Temple, and I was like, I feel like we were in Logan, so it might have been after their wedding, actually, because... Oh, yeah. Um, she, uh, we had, we went to Chakarama. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. That's anyway. amazing. Talk about Mormon, just, you know. That's, yeah. No, it was always, like, it was just such a big, it was such a big deal, right? And I remember, like, it being this thing, like, the women in my family that were getting married, they always went for their endowment the night before because it was its own special it deserved its own special event and dinner or desserts after or whatever so like the temple was like a big thing yeah growing up mormon yeah for sure um so we drove out there we like we just took this road trip and so we were like went through denver i remember staying the night in denver and then we were like we drove through Kansas, I think, and it was just I just remember rolling hills and like forever. I've driven through Kansas. It's, it's a lot fucking of terrible. Yeah. There was legit a guy that was like straight up passed out driving in his car. Like we we had passed him. He was like swerving a little bit. And we walked, we drove past him and he was just like passed out. And we were like, "Oh, that's, that's safe." Safe. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, you were on your way to the temple, and nothing bad could happen to you on the way to the temple. So. Oh, but see, I remember thinking like that. This is the time when Satan, quote unquote, would be oh, actually God. trying trying to get me to not go. So I was like, like I had this anxiety that like Satan knows I'm going to the temple, so I'm going to go. Like this could be like the worst road trip ever. Like yeah. anything can happen, you know. Yep. Uh, which Randomly, is, a strip club's just going to appear in front of you, and you're going to stumble inside. And <laughs> uh, strip club of men, for me, I mean, yeah, I'd be like, obviously. Mm. obviously. <laughs> or I'd be like at Walmart and walk through the underwear aisle for some reason, and be like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, weird feelings. <laughs> Gotta get away from this aisle. Underwear <laughs> aisle makes me have a tingly feeling. <laughs> I found that that's a very shared experience among gay men. It's, Is it's, it? It's, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Very uh, transformative moments in the male underwear aisles in, uh, <laughs> in Walmarts across the, the world, I'm sure. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. I remember the, being very embarrassed yeah. to walk through. Yeah. But they've got, like, the ripped men in their underwear, and that's all you see. Like, it's just like, oh. Just from the belly button down, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Well, or the chest. You know, you see the chest a little bit, you know. You see, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to see the whole fit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Nipples are important in underwear. Anyway. <laughs> this is a weird conversation. All right, so you were anxious because you were, Satan was going to stop yeah. you. And so um, we get to let's see. So we Nabu was like really disappointing. <laughs> I was just I've like heard that from a few people. Yeah, it's like tiny. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's like we stayed in this hotel that was like kind of like a motel feeling. Like it was like very rundown and like I don't know. Motel. Motel. Holiday. Holiday. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we did all of the church sites. We went to. We saw the um, the Mississippi River. I remember taking pictures by that, but I also remember taking going to the uh, is it Carthage where he where Joseph Smith. Um, yeah, is it? Is it Car- Liberty Jail? That's no, Carthage. Been to one of them. Is it Carthage? Okay, I think it's Carthage. Well, yeah, we could probably easily Google that, but I know, anyway. I could, but. <laughs> but we went to that and did the whole thing where it was the um, they play the tape for you and you're supposed to have this spiritual experience of and yeah. I was uncomfortable the whole time like I think I went to is Liberty Jail I've been to Kansas City Liberty Jail yeah Liberty Jail and Liberty Jail is like an hour away from right there like it's in Missouri or something because yeah. the, um, that's where he was held for a little bit yeah because I remember going there and being like okay yeah the Carthage is the one where he where he was, was martyred. He was martyred with a pistol in his hand, but whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and then, so, I don't remember, like, the only thing I, like, vividly remember is, like, it was a beautiful, it's a beautiful building. Like, they're gorgeous buildings. At the end of the day, and they are beautiful. Very opulent. and The, I remember the um, locker room was, like, the lockers were made of, like, this dark wood beautiful Ooh. but then um and not being told anything about the initiatory <laughs> as you do and i remember like i was all i was got in there and they're like okay now you need to change out of that and you're gonna put this thing on and i was like just this and they're like yeah <laughs> and i was like <laughs> so like poncho that's poncho. like very sheer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and my dad was like my what the sponsor whatever they call him. I think they call him your chaperone, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think my mom was my chaperone, is what they called it. Um, sponsor like it's AA anyway. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so I go through. I can't. And I I remember the old the old man that did it. He was like show it like throwing the clothes over to me over the locker while I was changing and stuff. And then, um, and then he's, then we go into the little initiatory place and it's just these curtains, white curtains. And then you're, he did this, like touched my body. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, Oh, what's happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and he just said all this stuff. And I was like, I have to remember all this thing. Like, I remember thinking like, I have to remember everything that's happening. So I can remember Mm -hmm. and I can like leave this and feel like very spiritual and like be able to ruminate over it. And like, even as like a 19 year old, I had just turned, I think I just turned 19. 
because it was like right around my birthday. Yeah. And um, I was, I just remember that part. And then I was like, we had bought, no, I had to rent my clothes. Like my. Right. Um, Your church robe. garb. Yeah. My robe and all that stuff. <laughs> and then, um, and I was like, I had no idea what it was. I remember like as a kid, I think probably, I was probably like 12 or 13 I would always see my parents come home from the temple with these suitcases, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and I was like, what's in that? You know, and I, was like, mm-hmm. I got really curious one time and I opened one of them and I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at first I thought it was underwear. So I was just like, oh, so I shut it. And then I was like, and then I peeked again and I said, cause I saw the green mm-hmm. and I was like, I pulled out the apron and I was like, what is happening? Like, what? and then I just put it away and like. I didn't forget about it, but I was just like, what the fuck is that? Weird, yeah. I remember my mom ironing her temple clothes. Oh. So I'd seen them before, but I knew I wasn't supposed to ask what it was. Yeah. In some way. (laughs) And for the longest time, they had, my parents had like these, uh, like these, they kept them in these like big orange suitcases, like these hard ones. My grandma had a blue one, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're like hard shelled and Mm -hmm. yeah. There's many. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they they've just like around this time they had like when I got my endowments they upgraded to something else I can't like upgraded to like an actual like yeah. black suitcase. Oh really? Thing. My yeah. parents had actual temple bags that they bought from Deseret Books. Oh. My mom's was floral and my dad's was just green, but they were the oh, same. Yeah. Yep. We sold. I remember selling those. And those. Yeah. <laughs> um. I have, I still have mine, and it's like, really? Yeah. yeah. And I have, a, I, I was so surprised my mom gave it back to me because she was I like, yeah. I uh, one time visited my parents and just like conveniently left my temple bag sitting in their basement when I left. Because <laughs> I was like, I feel bad throwing it away because they like bought me everything, mm-hmm. but like I do not want this in my house. Well, so. part of me is thinking that someday I'll have a Halloween costume. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but make it sexy. Imagine <laughs> dressing up in your temple robes <laughs> for Halloween in Rexburg, Idaho. Girl, you'd be shot. It's true. It's true. <laughs> asking for trouble, but you know what? Oh. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> you're Mormon, then, you know. Oh, yeah. If you're Mormon, then it's like, oh. You'll, you'll, you only live for eternity. You'll Elf. see. You'll see. You'll I don't, I don't know. That doesn't have quite the same ring. No, it really doesn't. Mormons are dumb, so. The <laughs> so Winchesters That's... and the Mormons live forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Winchesters keep coming back and back and back and back. They die several times. and Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you somebody sent me books? The Supernatural yes. books? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy with life. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so I remember, so the initiatory, I just remember that part being very, like, the fact that that stood out to me over anything else. Because I remember, like, going through the endowment part and being like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I changing so many mm-hmm. times? Why am I yeah. moving from this to this? And, like, you have, they put the, you have, like, a pink or blue. Yeah, pink or blue, yeah. If it's your first time. If your first time, so people yeah. know that. Yeah, because like, I had a pink one, yeah. And it's to give you, 
like I don't know like to make you stand out but also it's yeah. like um it's to and my ex-husband had something to show that he was it wasn't his first time but he was mine or I was his or I don't mm-hmm. know so that yeah. they knew that he oh. could be at the veil for me ah yeah oh that's so weird I need to hear about that because um so I just remember doing all that like that was all blurred to me I don't remember and even like subsequent times going to the temple I was like this is so boring like you know you're just like you watch the video and you're just like what the fuck is this mm. <laughs> And you're like, uh, I'm so tired. And then, yeah. but you want to stay awake because, like, obviously, because if you you're need to. asleep, it's, like, bad. You and need to all- know those tokens to get through heaven, damn it. Yeah, and the whole time I'm sitting there like, don't mess this up. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. Like, this anxiety the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Were you ever able to memorize everything? I got to a point where I could kind of do the, the stuff at the veil. I could kind yeah. of do that by memory. But, like... A lot of the times the person would have to like whisper stuff to me. I'm like, no, I don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is mm-hmm. next? <laughs> I was never, I was always so overwhelmed and the anxiety. I always would like put one hand on like the, like the matron or whatever that was there with me. And I would just be like, I just need your help. And she'd yeah. be like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be like, this girl is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> And then I remember my dad leaning over to me and saying, you need to be part of the prayer circle because it's your first time. And I was like, okay, whatever that is. Why Why did they do that? Why did they make you be part of it? The first, Like, why can't you just, like, see what's happening? It's for already you? so Because it was me, too. Yes. It's yeah. so – and I wonder if it's on purpose to just completely overwhelm me with all of this so that you have no thought of questioning anything. You're just trying to hold on to whatever you can. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's on purpose. Oh, it's definitely on purpose because they always they do it all the time to first timers. They're like, "Oh yeah, you need to go up there," and um, it's always like the awkward like everybody's just kind of like looking around, who's gonna go up, who's gonna go up, and then you have some of the people that are like immediately they they're up and that I'm gonna go first one up every time, and I'd be like, "Fuck, (laughs) drag my ass up there," (laughs) and then. Let's see. So the prayer circle. Yeah, that part was weird. I just remember the the one part with the, oh, God, here are the words in my mouth being like, what the fuck is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, that's really, like, and I remember, like, leaving with, so we had bought the garments beforehand, obviously, so I could right, have, yeah. like, extra when I was, Underwear. like, <laughs> yeah. and, like, I remember being weird, like, looking at my old underwear like and being like no i don't have to wear that anymore you know kind of it was like it was this weird feeling of like i shouldn't want to wear those anymore but like i still those are my those are comfortable (laughs) i don't know if i feel comfortable in these and i got those mesh ones and i was in um nasty because this bitch (laughs) at the distribution center told me that um that she was like oh yeah in humid areas like florida the mesh would be the better more breathable but you actually don't want that you want something that's going to soak in the sweat a little bit Mm -hmm. so that you're not like just a sopping mess of yeah you're just not sweaty everywhere yeah yeah i know and so i always got them cotton blend that's what i ended up wearing more on my mission Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) the stupid swoop neck too on some of them on the the smiley face the smiley face Mm -hmm. yeah 
and then but at the time they had just like started they had um they had started making the crew neck so i was like ooh i don't have to look like dad wearing my little swoop neck shit (laughs) (laughs) um there's a sorry to interrupt but there's a part of bad mormon by heather gay where she talks about somebody mocking her dad's garments and it's because he was wearing like the swoop neck and then being like oh it's just because he's not as stylish as he should be or something (laughs) and i remember being like yeah the old men always wore the swoop and the young men wore the crew necks (laughs) they wear like undershirts i see them everywhere around now here like it's just like and it's like so you wear like a polo and you can see the, the top of it and i'm like I used to do that, and I see people at work doing that. And I see them everywhere, and like, ew! It's like, ew! You're, mm-hmm. very, mm. mm-hmm. I just get just knowing what it is. You're just like, oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, and that they think they're so cool because they're like showing it a little bit, just a little bit, so you could just see. So them. you know, I'm like part of a select I'm super club. righteous, and I go yeah. to the couple like once a month at least. Such a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, but I remember like we were going to dinner afterwards, seeing my sister. So she had to wait outside by herself during this whole time. <laughs> I don't know what she. The did. amount of times I've sat in waiting rooms of temples. Oh man, there was a Ugh. period of time when like I had a bajillion cousins getting married all like over, and I was like always yep. we had to go because we had to go with my family, and then we. Mm-hmm. We're just like sitting there waiting at the temple grounds and just like, blah, 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 you know, bored to death. Because yeah. you can only look around at those stuff for so long. There's not much to look yeah. at. Like the movies that they have for you to watch are like 14 minutes long or something. And you're like, cool. Temple sessions, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I remember we were walking to dinner and my mom was like, so how do you feel? And I was like, um, I distinctly remember saying that I felt protected. Like, I was just like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, baby so You know? And then I think part of it was, like, all this anxiety going to the temple and thinking, like, Satan's going to get me. Satan's going to get me. And, and now that uh, was gone. Now that was gone. It was yeah. more just the relief of that. It wasn't, like, had nothing really to do with, like, the protection of it, you know, thinking. Yeah. But it is, like, it is ingrained in you that, like. You hear those stories of like, oh, they were there wearing their garments, so they when they got shot, it just like it went didn't hit them or something, you know, like this protected them from getting drowning, mm-hmm. drowned, and this protected them from this, and it's like no, when you really think about that logically, it's like it had nothing to do with that. It was just like circumstances, different yeah. circumstances, like, and luck, you know, basically yeah. that saved yeah. them. From that. But they always twist it to be this miraculous story that is faith affirming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which. I mean, there's just as many people who have died in car, in car crashes or airplane crashes wearing garments as there have that have been, quote unquote, saved by them. Yeah. Uh, it's probably even more so people have died wearing their garments, you know, like in a horrific accidents. Like there's just yeah. it's not like it's just clothing. It's not going to actually protect you. Yeah. And it's all stolen from the Masons. So it's not even like, what do we know about Masons? Are they being protected with their stuff that they're wearing? Like, <laughs> I have to tell you, my grandma says that the Masons are based on the Temple of Solomon. And I just like had this yeah. moment of staring at her and I was like, no, that's not true. Masons oh. were like apprentices and like, because like written 
written documentation wasn't a thing. They had like secret symbols so that you knew that you were like an apprentice of so-and-so and that you could work uh, under a certain right. like mm-hmm. title. I was like, it has absolutely nothing to do with the temple. And she was like, yes, it does. I was like, no, no. It's a masonry. <laughs> like masonry was like a career and you had to like be like taught specifically. Like I just, <laughs> I was just like staring at her like, I don't think I can get into this conversation with an 84 year old woman right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) No, I'm almost done. Cause like, I don't remember, like I'm trying to remember stuff. Like I don't, anyway, the, the other thing I remember is like, we were going to, we wanted to get me a suit while we were out there for some, and so you have to get a new suit for your mission. Yeah, and I, but I wasn't leaving for another couple of months, so I don't know why we were. Anyway, we went to some store, and we were asking about suits, and they were the lady was like, "So why are you getting a suit? Like, what's the is there a, an occasion kind of thing?" And I was like, "You get married because you look like twelve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't Mormon. These people weren't Mormon. So I, um, oh. I was just like, "Oh, I'm going on a mission with my church," and I remember feeling like weird about saying that to them you know and I was like I looked around just kind of like um I don't know why but I remember distinctly feeling like weird about saying that so because they they also would just like look to be kind of like weird too and I was like okay and then um afterwards I was like talking to my sister and I was like I don't know why that felt weird to me and she's like well what else were you supposed to say it's the truth and I was like it's a good point but yeah, true at the same time, it felt fucking weird. <laughs> because you know that it's a strange thing to do. That mm-hmm. we send out these teenage boys to proselytize mm-hmm. to people that didn't ask for it. And it's like a continuation of like colonization in a way. Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. Especially because they're, you're trained to prey on people. Vulnerable. They're vulnerable, mm-hmm. vulnerable, vulnerable people. So it's, um, and those, a lot of those fall into like the minorities, like those are like, um, so yeah, it's definitely colonialism. Yeah. <laughs> like our missionaries, they notice who doesn't shovel their sidewalks and is it because they're elderly and can't get out? Is it because somebody's mm-hmm. sick? Like they, I mean, they've come and like done sidewalks before after snowfall, but mm-hmm. you see them come back to the houses that weren't cleared. Like it's it's there's a there's a reason they're not just being kind and helpful they're Mm -hmm. keeping an eye on it which is kind of like disgusting in a way oh yeah you're taught to like look for those kind of things like yeah mm -hmm. i mean i didn't have the snowfall in florida (laughs) which i mean i would hate to have to track it i mean attracting like heat and stuff but I, no, like I don't know what's worse cold. in the heat or in the cold, because like if you run out of your kilometers or whatever on your mission car and you have to walk, like, yeah. what do you do when it's minus 40 outside? I could not imagine those poor kids. Yeah, well, and at least like uh, in the heat, you can ride a bike mm-hmm. and get to places a little faster. But like in the snow, like it's a little more limited. You can't like yeah. just get on a bike, really. Like if there's like a frostbite warning, like what do they even do? Like, I just don't even... Oh, but they'd probably go, still go out because, like, oh, the more righteous you are, the you know, the more sacrifices, quote unquote, either you do. 
the prettier your wife will be, you know? That's what it's... (laughs) (laughs) And there's me that's like, I don't want a wife. (laughs) It doesn't matter how pretty she is. She doesn't have the right equipment. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I went on dates with some really gorgeous women, and I still was... Anyway, but... I know. I know, I hear you. I know. Funny story. (laughs) um, One of the women that I dated pretty regularly like I, she messaged me just recently and she was like huh I was just thinking about because we went to a Tori Amos concert together and <laughs> which super gay like it was my was, idea was that her like hmm, hmm. no she she might have thought of it but I was just like I remember we went down to Salt Lake together and drove back and then um and she was like, yeah, I just, it just came up on my memories. And so I wanted to hit you up and say hello, like that it was a great time. And she's like, it's funny because we both ended up playing for the other team. And I was like, oh. yeah, because she's had girlfriends and like all this Aww. stuff she's out of the church. And that's yeah. adorable. You're like, oh, yeah. it just took having each other and being able yeah. to be ourselves. Yeah. Well, now that I look back on it, like, I always put it on myself, like, oh, I, I can't even hold her hand, you know? And like, I just was like doing all these, like, these yeah, and she was over it. there like, please don't hold my hand. <laughs> yeah, like this whole time I thought it was just me, but it was both of us. Like we were both Aww. just two gay people that were like trying to make it work. <laughs> that's the cutest thing ever. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Anyway, so that's my cherry poppin' story. <laughs> Let's <laughs> we can move on to yours. <laughs> oh well, I oh my god. So I got married civilly. And back in the day, girls and boys, you had to wait a year from your civil marriage date before you could go through the temple. They didn't let. It's not like now where you can just go the next weekend. You had to, you had to prove yourself and do the work and repent of the, of your sins for having sex out of wedlock. Oh no, the horror! <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do six weeks of temple prep, and my ex-husband was there with me. Because we we're doing it as a, even though he'd already been through, that's a whole other story. Short story being basically the reason I married my ex-husband, ex-husband is because we had sex. My bishop said it was fine and I could repent of it. His bishop said that if we didn't get married, he was going to get excommunicated. So basically I had a gun to my head. Somebody else's salvation was on me to get married. Anyways. Okay. So whew, just glaze right over that. So, yeah, I had to go to six weeks of temple prep, and I was like, okay, this is going to get me ready. I'm going to, like, know what to expect. And it was literally just, like, Sunday school lessons for six weeks. It was just going over, like, the plan of happiness, the plan of salvation, whatever you're, whatever it's actually called. What is it called? Is it the plan of salvation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was just, like, an in-depth study of the plan of salvation, and I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with going and, like, why are we... It literally doesn't prepare you for anything for it. No! And I remember, like, asking questions, and like, it was really funny. Um, I lived in a different city than where I grew up, and it was my seminary teacher from high school had moved to the same city and did my temple prep. So it was like... Oh. <laughs> it was like a continuation <laughs> of seminary with the same man and his wife. It was so... Oh, that's weird. Crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. Like I was still like sitting in seminary. No orange slurpees, but it's fine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know. But like we would come over after like their baby had gone to bed and we would like do temple prep in their living room for six weeks before so, we got sealed. 
my parents are temple prep teachers now and they have it at their house. Yeah. Yeah. It's was, weird, uh, right? Yeah. Um, so I remember like asking, like I had my little journal and I had my scriptures and I had like all these burning questions and I would ask. And I remember, I don't know if I should say their names. I'm sure they're still in, but sister mm, would be like, that's something that'll be answered in the temple and just being like, Oh my God, I'm going to get so many answers. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to know so much shit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So I was ready to go through. My mom took me to help me buy a temple dress. She was like, I'll buy all of your temple stuff and get it ready for you. So she like, she helped me find a dress because we went down for like the full weekend or something, bought a temple dress that was not, not cute, but it was the cutest one they had. Um, and then she like went into another room and like got a bunch of stuff for me and like got my garments and stuff. And then she took it all home and she like laundered it all. She like ironed everything. Like, you know how the robes have like the pleats down them. She like individually pressed every single pleat. So there was like no wrinkles in it. Like she like went to a certain level of like, I was like, Oh mom, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) You're more excited. Like she was like fully fully in for it right so with the temple dresses sorry is the <laughs> um is it like everybody ha- like you only get three styles to choose from yeah kind of thing yeah, yeah. there's like an older woman style there's mm-hmm. a maternity style and then there's like a younger woman style so mine was just like a very plain neckline mm-hmm. very it was just it had like two, oh, it had like two darts down the front so that like it sat nicely had like a waist and then it was just an a-line skirt like very plain just a zipper up the back nothing ornamental about it whatsoever mm-hmm. which <laughs> we'll come to another point so <laughs> so we go to the temple i'm gonna do my um what's it called your endowment no what's it called before Initiatory? Initiatory. I had to do my initiatory, then do the endowment, then we were getting sealed. Was it all the same? No, it wasn't. It was the night before we did my initiatory and my endowment. And then the next day we were getting sealed. I'm pretty, I don't think it was all in one day. No, maybe it was. This uh, This is, this is, no, I think it was all in one day because we all just right. had the temple booked for one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to do initiatory, endowment, and then get sealed. Mm. All at once. once. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. And they usually, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think they definitely used to. I don't know if they still do it that way, but the they usually have the woman she like does it all in one blow Mm -hmm. or like right close to each other so that it's Mm -hmm. never there's no there's no backing out. (laughs) There's like it's like an hour to do your initiatory, then the endowment session is like three hours, and then a ceiling is very quick. But like mm-hmm. you have to wait for everybody to be there, and you have like a certain booking time. And I do wonder because that was now that I think about my sister's wedding, I think she did her endowments and everything all in one day too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did because I remember being exhausted mm-hmm. by the time that we got to like. No, maybe not. I'm trying to think. I honestly can't remember if I did it all at once or if it was the night before. It's very blurred because it was so Mm -hmm. overwhelming. Anyways, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But so, okay. So we go into 
the temple and we go into this locker room and it's white like beige lockers oh. and they're like metal school lockers which i thought was very odd and this is the Cardston Temple? This is the Cardston Temple, yeah. Right across the street from my high school. Yeah. <laughs> Not weird at all. <laughs> hmm. I remember it looks like a... They did it very... It's very blocky, and it looks very much like a, what I would think, like the Temple of Solomon type. Like old very much Bible so, yeah. Looking. And if you look at it from the sky, there's a constellation in South America called the Southern Cross. It is the Southern Cross. It makes that shape. It's very strange. Oh. Which I only Why know is... because we have family in Peru. But did they do that on purpose? I don't. Or... I don't know if it was on purpose or if it's like kind of like a historical symbol of like I don't know. It's a very strange choice. I mean, it was like it's Especially the first. It, it's in Canada. Like that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with South America. <laughs> but Cardston was established by Mormon settlers, so oh. I don't know. It's very strange to me. But yeah, if you look at it like an aerial shot, it makes the shape of the Southern Cross, which is very, which to my like father is like, well, that's obviously an indication that like the Lamanites are real and these uh, symbols actually exist and stuff, right? So, I'm sorry, this is a digression, but the no, fine. The, the latest um, with the <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> this um, so I call her I keep going through names with this woman, this Helga, whatever. The latest is I call her Cringe Tucky. Because <laughs> I just, like, she probably looks like Pensatucky from Orange is the New Black. Like, I was just like, that's the, the vibe I get. I don't know if you get, have you ever watched? I've, I've not, but Pensatucky I think I know who you're talking. On um, Orange is the New Black is, like, this meth head looking. She has barely any teeth. She's got really bad skin. She's got these ratty ass dark brown hair and she's oh, okay. always talking about like praise jesus you know oh yes okay yeah i know who she is then yeah and she's yeah, like yeah. one of the worst like when I, I haven't finished the series apparently she gets better over time but like when i was watching she was like very like rude to everybody and just like the worst person in the whole thing and so i just i now i'm getting trolling this woman calling her she's telling her basically that she's Pentatucky, <laughs> but I call her Cringetucky <laughs> because her thing is Exmo and Progmo's cringes, whatever. Exmo cringe is her handle. Anyway, so yeah. a lot of people like, just call her so cringe. Funny. Yeah. And anyway, so this latest thing is that uh, she was, so she posted, she just posted screenshots. And this one thing she was like, she was talking about this, Exmo that had said they were like Laman and Lemuel were the most like sane people in the Book of Mormon, and so, so she's just like, oh, they just made it. So she just posts that screenshot, and I was like, well, you know, they it's all fictional anyway. <laughs> and then saying Sam and Pippin were the most logical well, I, in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, and I said, um, well, I was like, that's like rooting for Ultron in the MCU. <laughs> Her whole comeback is always this like your parents are really utterly disappointed in you and they're ashamed of you and I'm like, okay. What like a- is that supposed to be news to me like- or <laughs> Ooh. Are and- you on the family email list? Because I I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> and then uh so <laughs> she's like, You probably relate really well to Lemon Lehman and Lemuel and I was like, mm, I relate to other fictional characters a lot better. 
<laughs> That's anyway, sorry, that was That's a whole digression. No, that's uh, fine, because I'm, you know, traumatized <laughs> talking about this anyway, so I need comedic relief we can get. Sorry, this is, like, squeaking weird. Anyways. Um, um, the bed is squeaking weird? Is yeah, something? I'm sitting on our guest bed, and it's got, like, a weird squeak to it when I mm-hmm. move. It's just so a built-in alarm if anybody gets busy in my house. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get guests over and hear squeaking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> well, there's two levels between us. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Yosemite, so I was with my friend, and we both had separate tents, and she, obviously, I don't know, whatever, I don't know why I had to say that, but I was just like, I was sitting on my tent, and I was like, if the tents are rocking, don't come a-knocking. <laughs> I'd be like, like, if the tents are rocking, there's a squirrel, come help me. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Well, and she's like, well, like, are you going to get, like, what do you, like, by yourself? And I was like, by yourself? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to get lucky tonight with myself, okay? <laughs> just. Leave it alone. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what happens in my tent is between me and God. <laughs> <laughs> the open sky above me. And the squirrels. <laughs> Kevin's. The Kevin's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm crying now. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, we go in. And my mom gets me into one of the change rooms. Because... You go in the change room and there's like three lockers on the top and like three lockers on the bottom, right? And she said, okay, you need to take off. (laughs) She's like, you need to take off all of your clothes, your underwear, and put them in your locker. And then I'm going to hand you something to put on. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Thinking she's going to hand me my dress or something, right? No, 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 no. It was this sheer... Like, you know those sheer curtains that your grandma had that still let the sun through, but were, like, <laughs> a little bit gauzy? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, silky? <laughs> she has me a goddamn curtain. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm so I was like, Mom? She was like, there's, like, a hole for your head. Just put it on, like, a poncho. <laughs> there's a hole for your head. <laughs> but, of course, we're in the temple, so she's going, there's, there's a hole? for your head to go through so just put it on <laughs> through like the little slit in the <laughs> dressing room and i'm standing there buck-ass naked going what yeah this is what i remember with mine too but it, yeah like, you're in a little cubicle and yeah yeah and so i like put it on and it's fully open and i'm buck-ass naked and i'm tall so i'm like please don't show my ass please don't show my ass please don't show my ass is there a larger poncho that i could request please <laughs> like and she's like, okay, we're going to open open the door, and I'm going to take you to the next place. And I was like, I have clothes on. She's like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And I was like, all I could think was, like, some poor old woman was going to be walking through the temple and see my naked ass walking through, and her being like, why is this girl naked? Like, I was so concerned about it, not realizing that this is just what we do. And so I remember, like, taking my mom's hand, because I was, like, so anxious. And they took me to, like, this special little room that has, like, the curtain on the side, kind of like a another changing room. And then this woman came, and she started, like, praying. And I was just standing there, like, I don't know what to, like, they didn't tell me what to do. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. There's no pockets in this poncho. Like, <sighs> I'm, like, panicking in there, like. And and then she reaches her hand in and she goes to touch me and I'm anxious and so I jumped so she like cupped my boob and I was like oh no <laughs> I didn't and I didn't know what to do because somebody went to touch me and I am not a touchy person and so I was like ah 
like touch my forehead and my and mm-hmm. my boob and like my belly button and and like my thighs. It was so I was like not and and every time her arm darted in, I was like, ah! like what are you doing? Again, every again, time, because yeah. uh, they don't tell you what they're they say in the navel and you're. Uh, uh, <laughs> Like, I feel like even if they had done like, so even if they were to like pull you aside like beforehand before yeah. you even like You're like somebody's gonna there, touch your body yeah and just, just go like, with it <laughs> even if they said just go with it or it was like okay this is what's going to happen yeah. like just some sort of preparation just some yeah. sort of like hey so this is what the initiatory tells like you're gonna put this poncho on and you're going to this endowment person whatever matron is going yeah, to the temple matron does it I put think. oil on your bodies which yeah. requires them to touch your chest Parts of and your, body. your belly and your thigh area yeah. like every time that poor old woman the... touched me i flinched because yeah. I, I, like, I don't know you because you're not prepared yeah yes. and the guy i remember him touching like right like above my dick you know yes. like it was just like right there like inner like upper yeah. groin area. I was like, yeah, like um, I, I felt I should have sir. gone for like a bikini wax or something. Like yeah. that. We're very personal. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And I remember like flinching every time and then like feeling ashamed that I was flinching because this person was touching my body without consent. Like what a mind fuck. What a mind fuck. Anyway. So that was finally over and I was like crying. And my mom thought that it was like this spiritual experience, but really I'm coming from a place of somebody who's been like assaulted in the past. And now my body has just been touched without me saying, yes, you may touch my body. So, so I was like sobbing. Oh, yeah. I was a wreck. And my mom was like hugging me. And she was like, it's such a beautiful. Ex-. And I was like, please, can I put some clothes on now? Like I was just not okay. But of course we played off as this like, yeah, it was such a beautiful experience. I've been, you know, I could be a priestess and a goddess and, you know, it's this this empowering experience where this woman blessed me and has the power to bless me in the temple. Like, it was so fucking weird. So then we went back to my change room and my mom got, like, my garments ready for me and my dress. So I got, was able – and here's where we come back to the darting on the dress. So I didn't wear a white bra because nobody told me. Oh, yeah. So my bra was, like, pink or something, and it would have shown through the dress, right? Oh, shit, yeah. You can't wear colored bras in the temple. Like, I don't think you're supposed to. Nobody talked to me about this either. Like, nobody was like, hey, take a white bra. Like, no, no That seems like something that should be, like, a basic, like, yeah, you should probably just make sure your bra is white. Yes, or... You know, some sort of, and so I didn't have a bra. Speaks to the lack of preparation that they give you. Like they really just don't tell you shit. Nothing, nothing, and like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a tiny girl. (laughs) Yeah. The girls are girling. (laughs) Boobily. The titties be tittying. (laughs) The titties be tittying, and so I had no bra, and I have this dress that has darting, so I am like fully like it's chilly in there because the air conditioning is running in august like it's always cold in the temples even because they're trying to keep you awake yeah yeah so i have my garments which were the silky kind and then this dress and i was just headlights a going like (laughs) and i was so uncomfortable like I'm supposed to walk into this chapel now where all these men are sitting and like my dad 
and my uncles, and I'm like, these are my boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I was so horrified. Yeah. So horrified. Like, I just, I was like, "Eh," and everybody's trying to hug me, and I'm like, I don't have underwear on. Like, that's all that kept rappling through my brain is I'm not wearing any underwear. Like, because there's no panties. It's just these shorts. Mm-hmm. There's no support. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Oh, <sighs> that's awful. Yeah. So that's just the that's just the end of the story. Now it's time to start the endowment. So we go and we sit down, and I've got my little pink tag on my thing that says she's a newbie. <laughs> and like my ex-husband's sitting on the men's side and he's like trying to catch my eye and I'm just like, <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And I'm just like, not, not okay. Not okay. And so they're like playing the hymns and then they have the announcement of like, if anybody is not, you know, ready to accept. And I remember being like, but what are they? But, wh- but I was supposed to get answers. Like, I, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm. I'm not know what I'm saying yes to. And then suddenly you're standing up and walking to the next room, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> like, <laughs> well, <sighs> it's such an inopportune time for them to ask you, especially your first time. Like, yeah. like we've talked about it before, where like your whole family and friends are there. It's a whole big event, so like, you, you're not gonna just get up and go because like, yeah. um, no. And then, um, and also, you're about to get married, so, like, you can't just, like, back out. I mean, you could have, but, like, you're so ingrained. I should have, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. And you were 18? 19. I was 19. 19. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I can't even, I can't even. Um, there's stairs in the Cardston Temple. I think they have an elevator for like people who don't like have mobility issues. So you have to walk up these stairs. And I remember going to the rededication of the temple when I was a kid and like looking down the stairs and then like spiraling down. And I just remember walking them up like I'm going to puke down the like spiral. <laughs> like I was just so anxious. It was so bad. It was so bad. And so you have to like walk into the creation room. Is that what they call it? I don't even remember. It's been I so long. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the creation room, and then it's the ter- terrestrial room. Sometimes yeah. every temple's a little different, though. Sometimes yeah. they'll have like a creation room, and then they'll have like I know the Idol Falls temple. It was like creation room, celestial room, terrestrial room. Then you get yeah, to you the- go through all of them, and mm-hmm. in Carson, you're just in the one. The next one, and then some the of them, room. yeah. Some yeah. of them have just like you. Some like of the them lights don't even change move. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them you don't even like migrate into other rooms. You just oh, kind of stay for sure. Yeah. Getting up and moving at least woke me up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so you go into the creation room, and they like ask for a witness couple, and I remember my ex looking at me and like smiling, like. I was supposed to like know that this was going to be us someday. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't What stops smiling at me? Like, I am not okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <You> weirdo. <laughs> and he had like a little tag that like indicated like he was with me. Uh, so like we were, you know, made sure that we ended up together. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So my mom had like prepared all my temple garb. So it was like beautifully 
starched and looked like incredible. And I remember <laughs> I just think this is I shouldn't even say this, but I remember like putting on our robes and like my mom like helping me tie like the tie that's on your robe and like mm-hmm. fluffing the bow so it was this beautiful, perfectly created bow. Okay. And I remember her saying, Don't ever have an ugly bow in the temple. You want to look your very best in the temple. And I was like, okay. Jesus. Like even because like the veil ties up under your chin uh-huh. too, right? And yeah. so I remember the women like turning in our family and like fluffing the bow. So like the little bow part was like fully open and beautiful oh. looking and fluffy instead of just like quickly tied, right? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Like I distinctly remember like, Everybody helping, making sure that they're, fl- and making sure that it was nicely hanging, and, like, you looked perfect. Wow. Yeah. That's what, like, sticks out to me. I never even thought about that, because, like, I mean, the men, we don't have pretty little bows, but, I mean, we have bows, but, it's like, a it's tie. Like, yeah. Tie. It's just a tie. Like, it's a shoelace, almost, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ours are, like, these lovely, gauzy, mm-hmm. frilly, everything, you know? tie. Yeah, and your hands are shaking because you're so nervous and anxious. And so you're like trying to tie this bow and everybody's staring at you because like, come on, let's go. We've got a temple session to run. And you're like, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're like the last one and you're like taking forever trying to get your they're just fumbling through shit, you're just yeah. like it feels gets embarrassing and you're just like Yeah, like the temple matron starts you. to walk down to be like, Do you need some help with your bow? Like, oh my god. I'm having anxiety thinking about this. Yeah, no. Like, I was always like the changing stuff always gave me so oh, much anxiety. Yes. Because I was like, What if I don't do it right? What if I'm the last one standing still? What if I'm like what if I fuck it up and like I put it on the wrong, on the wrong side because you have and to I'm like, it because I didn't like make I didn't listen to the instructions beforehand and I don't know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? There's no pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is that one sash that the men have that I think you guys have the women have the like the little sash that you yeah put on I think after they I can't remember. No, There's I think ours is like built into our robe. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, there is a sash. No, there is a sash. Yeah, you're right. There is a sash. That's what you had to fluff and make really pretty. And And that was the only bow that the men had that was, like, kind of, you had to make it, like, you didn't ever have a Didn't you have, like, a bookmark hanging off of your hats that had a bow on the end of it? Yeah, so you have to fucking tie that shit to your fucking robe. Oh, it was supposed to be tied to it? So it's like I never noticed that. You're like your hat's always like kind of pulling to the side, side. little jaunty. Yeah, and you're like, um, this is really uncomfortable. Do I just hold my head like this? It's fine. It's fine. I got a little too tight. And then you're like, oh, well, like walking through the temple with your head to the side. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I'll just fix it later. Like, because I'm gonna be changing soon. And then yeah, (laughs) because you want to just get done. You want to want to. Because you don't want to be the last one standing there looking like an idiot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you don't want an ugly bow because Sister Johansson behind you is going to be like, oh, she didn't tie her bow very nice, did she? She's not really ready to meet the Lord. <laughs> oh, God. She's not ready to meet the Lord. <laughs> I don't have any underwear on. I am not ready. <laughs> the Lord's going to see these titties. <laughs> the Lord's going to be like, honey. That's <laughs> not what we were talking about with endowment. <laughs> not in the oh holy of holies. You need to have a bra in the holy of holies. We need to contain, contain in the holy of holies. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
settle yourself down. Give all these men impure thoughts, Dusty. Oh my God, probably. Headlights, a headlighting. (laughs) The headlights were a head. Thank God for the robe that it was leaving another layer that I could be like, okay, I'm just gonna hide. (laughs) Yeah. Then we had to move into the next room, and that's where the prayer circle happened, and that's a whole fucking traumatizing. And of course, of course, my husband at the time is like gung-ho let's go because you know the only reason i saved his salvation by marrying him so this is the whole point of doing this is so he didn't get excommunicated so i had to go up there and i remember because you have to put your arm to the square on the shoulder of the person next to you Mm -hmm. and for some reason i always had like the tallest man next to me and so i'm like standing (laughs) there like with my shoulder dislocated and this is my bad shoulder that i wrecked so I just remember being in like excruciating pain with a fucking shield or fucking veil over your face and you're getting hot and sweaty and you don't have a bra on and you know everybody's <laughs> looking at your chest. <laughs> oh my god. And then you're chanting. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> Why are we chanting right now? Yeah. Why are we chanting? What the fuck? <laughs> oh it was so bad. It was so bad. So then, so then you have to go, the men go to the veil or whatever, or men and women. I don't even remember. I just remember being so sweaty and so nervous. And then you have to like knock on the door with the mallet. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tap, well, tap, tap. Did you do it or did the matron do it? The matron did it for me. Yeah, and that's what it was. me yeah. to the veil. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and she's like, you need to give the tokens that we just learned. I was like, bitch, I don't have a bomb. That's all I know right now. Like, <sighs> I got no underwear on. I don't know what's happening. I am sweating in places. My bow is in fluff. Like, god damn it. <laughs> so she, like, had to feed me my lines. Yeah. Of And then and then you, like, you do the, the handies through the slit. In the-, <laughs> the handies. <laughs> And And not realizing it was my husband, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, why are you over there and I'm over? What is happening? (laughs) How'd you get over there? (laughs) Why are you on the other side? And it's because he had his cute little I'm with stupid tag. Like this, you gotta, you gotta, you're gonna need to help this woman out because she is not well. So I had to do the little thingies with him, and I remember him like. Oh, we forgot the new name thing. This is where you give the new name thing. Yeah, when you get your, when they wash you and touch you, they give you your new name, and you can never forget it. So of course I'm repeating it in my head while yeah. I'm trying to do all the things. Yeah. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the handy through the <laughs> curtain thingy, and I and him like rubbing my hand to like comfort you it was him and comforting me and being like stop touching me like I just, <laughs> i've been touched too much today <laughs> i just want to hug you and it's just this beautiful experience and and then they say the idea of him like massaging your hand while you're doing that like, like that's an intimacy that we don't need here sir and then you have to give the, your husband, this is the only time you can talk about your new name, is when you give your husband, through the veil, your new name. That they gave, that they assigned to you when you were doing your anointing and initiatory work. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even say this daughter of Eve, Dusty. I had to say daughter of Eve, Rachel. 
and oh, you're Rachel. I'm Sam. Sam. <laughs> I, just, I just remember thinking like, this isn't even this isn't even meant for me as a person. This is just like it just felt so out of body experience of like yeah. this has nothing to do with me who I am as a person. I'm just filling a space. I remember distinctly thinking that I am just filling a space. This has nothing to do with me as a person and what I am working towards. Like I just feel mm-hmm. very I felt very disjointed from the whole thing. So then they open like it's a little like half door that they open and so my husband brought me through the veil into the celestial room and all my family was standing there staring at me with my boobs (laughs) (laughs) and they all rushed to like come hug me and I was like this is my hell this is my hell but you're in this celestial room with a Jesus and whatever you're supposed to see Jesus up there and there was I was like shaking i was crying i was just like oh she's having such a beautiful this is such a beautiful and i'm like i don't have underwear on <laughs> I, I remember being really disappointed with the celestial room because it's like everybody's just quiet nobody's talking it's so weird and then you're just like <laughs> not comfortable to sit on like i, just, I sit down and i was like this is not and you just like walk around and people like whisperings in corners or whatever kind of but like that's it. Feels so wonderful. Welcome, welcome to the celestial room. You made it. We're here with you. And I'm being like, again, I don't have a bra on. Yeah. Oh, it was so. It was so bad. It was, and that but was it. That was every it. Every single fucking time, the celestial room was disappointing to me. Every like, time. It was just. I'm just like, okay. And um, I would like sit there for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's been like two hours, so I'm gonna like three hours, so I'm gonna go. Your stomach starting to like grumble, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I remember getting to the celestial room and feeling like this sense of relief, like I can go get changed now, like just mm-hmm. oh thank God it's over, you know. Yeah. Yep. And That's and exactly. I never felt good in the celestial room. I always felt on edge. Um, mm-hmm. after Reagan's funeral, the day of Reagan's funeral, I went to the temple because in my little Mormon brain. Where was my dead child going to be the closest to me? Obviously at the temple. So I had given birth, like, I don't know, 36 hours prior, had buried my son, drove to the temple, went through three hours of climbing the stairs. Like, I'm still actively bleeding from giving birth. Uh Went through the whole entire thing, walking into the celestial room, thinking, like, this is it. This I'm going to feel some sort of, like, part of my soul put back into my body. And walking in and realizing it was just a room. It was just a room and there was nothing to it. Like, I just, I, that, I think that's where my rage started of being Mm. like, I have been lied to my entire life, you know? Well, that's valid. I, um, I can remember some of the time, like, you go to the celestial room and you think you're going to have all these answers and you're going to be able to like ponder about stuff. And like, but by the time I got, like, you have to get there, you're tired, you're hungry, you're just, like, you've gone through all this shit to get there. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, I don't even remember I don't what even I came care. here to ask, yeah. like, or to think about or whatever. Yeah, like I the just the 10 pages in my little journal of the questions that I had, I don't even fucking care anymore. Like, yeah. I just, I was so shell-shocked and mm-hmm. overwhelmed and deflated from it all that yeah. I, just, I, didn't even, I didn't even care anymore about having any sort of connection to Jesus or I just, I couldn't 
I couldn't. And then I had to get sealed. Mm. Like, oh my God. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just, and I think the reason why mine was like kind of a blur is just because I was young for mm-hmm. like it's 20 years ago, 21 years ago. But like, I don't remember, I just remember the feelings more than anything. And just like that anxiety, like, and like mm-hmm. you said, like being able to name that feeling is mm-hmm. huge because I was Ooh, like, yeah. I always thought it was just because I was like unprepared or like that I was just like, I would. Um, I just needed to do more, just needed to be better, just needed to be more righteous so that I can, like, actually. Yeah, because you were told if you didn't feel good in the temple, it was your fault. You weren't ready. Mm -hmm. You weren't, you hadn't read your scriptures enough. You weren't in the right state of mind to feel the spirit. It was always your fault. It had nothing to do with the crazy cult tactics. Yeah. Well, and I'd also, like, there was this underlying, like, guilt of knowing that I had, like, lied to get in there because obviously I can't be like get a temple recommend and tell them like oh yeah by the way I masturbate and I uh, hook up with men every every so often you know Mm -hmm. like there's no like you can't tell that yeah I lied my ass off to get to the temple but like the inner guilt of that like going every time and being like okay I have a temple recommend but I actually not quote unquote worthy for it but I'm here and I'm doing this thing Maybe at some point it'll wash everything away and like yeah. maybe I can like maybe going through all these motions over and over and over, I will suddenly like not be gay anymore. Maybe through all this stuff, I will no longer feel the need to hook up with men and to do all this stuff like and to look at pornography and, you know, and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like I felt like doing those things was somehow going to make me better but it never going to did quote unquote fix you right yeah and so it yeah. like just became more and more frustrating i'd get up to the celestial room and i'm like what the fuck i'm still i'm still fucking gay like i yeah. still just feel like this and i still mm-hmm. feel guilt i still feel all this i, I just mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just yeah. another thing that's like a mind fuck with the church is that it, and the thing is like the temple is like this pinnacle moment like you made it and you're like you you've been sealed you you've kind of closed the loop on if you have parents that have been sealed you've kind of closed that loop so then you can like move on and create another one where you can mm-hmm. get an eternal companion quote unquote and then seal your kids to you and then it's just like that whole thing is generational yeah. shit that you're just like, finally, I've closed that loop and I can start another one. But like, mm-hmm. that never sang for me, you know, that never. No, yeah. And why like, would it? Because that's not your idea of what the the pinnacle of love would be. No. You, you know what I mean? Like, it sounded like hell to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to marry. Like, at some point, yes, I did because I thought that that's what I everybody else. That's what you that's had what to I do. Yeah. But I was just like, it never, like I just didn't want to. It was, yeah. it was like, hmm. like when I was fresh off my mission, I was very determined because they get they brainwash. They send you home like, saying get your get married. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't the more the longer you wait, the more set in your ways you get and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I'm still a child, you know, like when you think back on it, you're you're in your twenties, you still don't know what the fuck you want to do Mm-mm. with your life and they want you to get married. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, it's it's 
Yeah. And I remember, so when I got divorced and requesting to have the ceiling canceled and writing letters to the first presidency and to my state president and explaining why we should not be sealed, that it was not a good, and them saying, you don't have anyone to be sealed to. And me being like, well, I'm still sealed to my parents. Like it just, they couldn't give me an, I was like, why does it matter if I'm still sealed to my, like, it didn't make sense to me why I had to stay with somebody who treated me like absolute shit. Well, and well, cause it's better for that than to not be sealed to anybody, I guess. And but I'm like, but there's but people that sealed to my parents all the time. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. there's members of the church that get, uh, that don't ever get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my mom's best friends is one of those. She's in her late she might be late 50s, early 60s. She just retired. Never been married. She still just goes to church, does her thing, you know? Yeah. And what about her? Like, Yeah. I know. Uh, and, and they kept attacking me with, well, you and your ex and your son are sealed together. So if you break that ceiling, your son is sealed to him and you have no connection to him. Like, that was, that was their weapon against me. That was so disgusting. Right? Yeah. But then I remember saying, well, he was stillborn so technically he's not on the church record so he's not sealed to anyone like their own their own crap doesn't like doesn't hold water mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he was never yeah. blessed he was never he didn't take his first breath so he's not technically listed as one of our children mm-hmm. so i remember just being like but your own logic says that it doesn't matter because he's not a real person like mm-hmm. i just you know it was just so fucked up so fucked so, up so fucked up yeah, it's super fucked up and they don't tell you to wear a white box <laughs> oh man i will never i will never get that <laughs> wow yours was a, a ride that was <laughs> I've been sitting on that for 19 years for you, Jake. So. <laughs> uh, just for this moment. <laughs> just for I knew someday we would talk about it, and I knew you would be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it just had to. I had to be in the right space to be like, "So, by the way, <laughs> I felt like I had no, because you, because you grow." And I mean, I wasn't like a super Molly Mormon, so I wore like thongs and. You know, and yeah. so to suddenly go from having like something to just like loose material because they're not tight, like they're not. There's no like butt lifting. Yeah, nothing. They're like built-in support or something into those, like because it's a bunch of men who run the church. They don't get. Look at what happened to the Mormon hippie or whatever she called herself. She's not even uh-huh. in the church anymore because she was trying to help women have healthier choices for garment wear. She like. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about vaginal health. They don't give a shit about how you feel in it. They don't give a shit. So, yeah. yeah. You you just feel like you're just naked. Mm. It, was all, it was awful. Well, at least for guys, it's, like, not much of a transition because, like, unless you wear, like, briefs all the time. But, like, if you're just wearing, like, bro- boxers. like Yeah, it like, would be the same feeling, same. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. The hardest part for me was like getting used to the undershirt all the time, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and my mom said we had to wear our bras over top of our garments. So <sighs> like having yeah. to like so you'd put your bra on and then you'd have to like adjust yeah, and you don't want to if you pull it down then it's too low, so you have to like bunch it back up and like 
And you've got, like, excess in your armpit, so you're trying to, like, tuck it and make sure that it's not all, like, scrunchied underneath your clothing. And, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, like, just wear a fucking muumuu just to feel like you're not. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. The whole idea of, um, like, the garments just makes me think of, like, corsets, you know? Like, they're not as, like. I, for women especially like it's like this thing of control like we're mm-hmm. just gonna wear something that's terrible for you mm-hmm. but, and but, like actually like reorganizes it. your organs because it's so yeah. unhealthy yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> let's bend your bones that's a good idea yeah yeah, yeah. it's great <laughs> oh and you're uncomfortable and passing out it's because you're a hyster- hysterical woman that's why that's yeah. why <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with you can't take a deep breath you're just a hysterical woman <laughs> oh lord All right. well that was <laughs> well, fun that was fun <laughs> <laughs> oh god why do we do this to ourselves <laughs> I, I don't know I think it has something to do with like deconstructing and laughing at the things that like really damaged us it's, it's that it's naming your anxiety. It's giving a name to take away the power of something that was... Like, I used to have nightmares about temple stuff. And so now to laugh at it and to poke fun is like this cathartic, it doesn't have power over me anymore. Yeah. You know? So that's why we do it. <laughs> <laughs>